You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 208, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn Worsley with you here. Episode 208. So missed opportunities. Let's talk about that for a second. Missed opportunities. So often, especially in business. I mean, life, yes, but especially in business. When we get so close to achieving something, I remember there was a time when I was a screenwriter and I, I, I like NASCAR a lot. I've liked NASCAR for a long time. In fact, when my oldest son, who is 22, was little, I used to have these dreams about him becoming uh, a NASCAR driver. And we lived in Alabama at the time. And so I, I really wanted him to do go-karts and then, you know, grow up doing that stuff and then, and then do NASCAR. So once upon a time when I was a screenwriter, I wrote uh, a NASCAR inspired, I wrote a NASCAR inspired script, a pilot episode for a TV drama that would be based on NASCAR. And I actually got a pitch, a pitch meeting uh, with a network, I won't say their name, but with a network that was really interested in this idea of an, a drama that is in the world of NASCAR. And I remember when that deal fell through. I remember when there was so much excitement about even getting to the point of a pitch meeting and then doing a pitch meeting and then having the whole thing fall through. And I remember being so crushed. And in dealing and in, in having a past life in Hollywood, there have been so many moments as a writer and a screenwriter and pitching reality TV when I've been super crushed by what I felt at the time was um, the, the thing, right? Like the opportunity of a lifetime, like this was going to make my entire career. There were so many moments for me in that world in Hollywood where I felt like, man, if, if I, if I don't get this, then, then everything's shattered. But if I do get this, then my whole future will be set. And of course I was in my twenties at that time. I think most people in their twenties sort of look at a lot of opportunities that way. Like, oh, this is going to make me, or this is going to break me. But it took me a long time to really think about the idea that um, to really be able to reframe the missed opportunities, the the things that I thought would go through and, and was so excited to go through and then fell through. It took me a really long time to get to the place where I started to really understand, especially in business, you know, you, you, you think you're getting a really great client and then that falls through or you think that you're getting this huge deal, this TV deal, this production deal, this, uh, you know, lots of people want to be on, what is it, HSN or whatever. They want to get their products on things. You want to open a restaurant. Lots of people, especially in business, when the missed opportunities happen, they're crushed because they were, they put all their eggs in this basket called this one deal. If this one deal goes through, it's going to make me. So then when the deal doesn't go through or they don't land that major client or that major corporate client or what have you, then they're crushed because the thing that they believed would make them now is the thing that is breaking them. You see how that doesn't work out either way? Like even if you were to get that deal, if you truly believe that the entire trajectory of your business is riding on this one thing, what happens when it changes? What happens when you lose it? What, like, like that is such a hard belief to live by, especially in business. 
So I want to talk in today's episode about the fact that missed opportunities are opportunities. Now, I talk a lot about these kinds of things in my daily dose of inspiration email. I send out a daily email every single day live. It comes directly from me. It is not automated. It is not like pre-built. It literally is whatever I feel like is a get it together talk that we need to have with each other on that day. And typically they come out around 7 p.m. every night. So if you want to sign up for my KV Daily Dose of Inspiration, go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV Daily Dose. And of course, you can always get Get It Together talks on my books at overcomingfearbooks.com. That will take you right to Amazon. You can see all my books. My latest book is actually called The Haters Aren't Who You Think They Are, 27 Ways to Handle Family Who Don't Clap When You Win. And yes, I do have family who don't clap when I win, just saying. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's a whole other episode. What I want to talk about today, though, is the fact that missed opportunities are opportunities, and we have to know how to reframe quickly and how to reframe completely before the opportunity comes, but especially after the opportunity is missed. There there are two parts to that. So before any big opportunity comes, you, you need to put opportunities in proper perspective. You need to, you need to see up like so often we, we, we put opportunities in brackets. Like this is a little one. This is a huge one. Like this is everything. Not so, not so you might get a publishing deal with, let's say random house. And you think that's everything that may actually be the thing that stalls your writing career. You don't know just because it's a random house. Doesn't mean it's everything. You might get a next, a Netflix deal a production deal to do a TV show or a Netflix. And you might think that's everything. And then you do that documentary and you make all this money. And five years later, nobody even knows your name. You have no idea what the scale of opportunities are at the time that they present themselves to you. So one of the first reframes that you really want to do is you want to treat all opportunities from the smallest to the largest with the same sense of sacred detached regard. See, I said that sacred detached regard, write that down. You want to treat all opportunities with the same level of sacred detached regard. What do I mean by that? Whether it is a friend who is asking you to write a guest blog post for their blog, or it's the Huffington Post, or it's going on the show, The View. I don't know what it is for you. But whatever it is, whether it doesn't matter if right now in this moment, it seems big or small, treat all of them with the same sacred detached regard, meaning whether it's your friend who wants you to guest blog or it's, you know, the view, it's all sacred work. It's all sacred work that someone is allowing you to come onto their show, to, 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 they're paying you to be their coach, their consultant. I mean, All of it is sacred work. So there is no one is better than the other. One is greater than the other. One is going to take me farther. None of that. Like cut that nonsense of, of assessing in advance the impact and the value of opportunities in business. And like cut, you don't know what the value is. Actually, you're not going to know for a very long time after the opportunity is either taken or missed. So cut out any sort of, I'm putting them on different poles or what have you. Cut that out. See everything with the same level of sacred, detached regard. Detached. Let's talk about that for a second. 
any opportunity that comes your way, you have to look at it with a sense of, of detachment. And I don't mean like Buddha don't have any expectations. You should, when opportunities come your way, you should, first thing you should do is visualize yourself taking full advantage of that opportunity, being fully present for the opportunity. You should see yourself winning in the, like you should be able to savor the experience even before it happens with the opportunity. So I'm not saying don't have expectations. What I am saying is, don't make the expectations of what you hope is going to happen with this opportunity, the boss of you. Don't make the expectation the boss of you. So literally have expectations. Say to yourself, this is an amazing opportunity. If I were to get this reality TV show or do this documentary or, or do this deal with Netflix, like it would be, and just like savor and yum it up and just experience the whole future in your mind. And then be able to just let it go and get back to the present moment enjoyment. Like you should be feeling the same level of joy in this moment that you will when you get a Netflix deal or that you will when you go on The View or that you will when you write for the Huffington Post or Fortune or Success or that you will when you get a million dollar client or $50,000 speaking gig. Like you should have the same level of joy in this moment as you do over there. And I'm not saying that's easy to cultivate. But that's the thing you need to know about things like joy and happiness. They're not things that just land on you. You actually have to cultivate them. And you cannot cultivate those important emotions if you're sitting in a sense of, of, of like dread because you're so attached to a certain outcome happening at a certain time. You need sacred, detached approaches to all opportunities, see them all as being on the same level, cherish them all, feel gratitude for them all, and then get back into the present, must savor the visualization of you living that opportunity. And then get quickly back into this moment and feel the same way about this moment that you do about that. So there you go. So at the end of the day, what am I saying? When you have that latched, um, you have that sacred detached approach to any opportunity that comes your way. When the opportunity is missed, when it falls through, when it doesn't work out, you're not crushing on the floor. You can then say, okay, that wasn't for me. Like that wasn't for me. It wasn't for me right now. It may not be for me forever, but it, it, it did show me that it's possible. And so the sacred detached element now allows you to see the missed opportunity as an opportunity, because even if it only came into your life for a second to just say, that's possible, that is enough for you. That is enough. Because at the end of the day, here's what's true. What's for you can't pass you by. And most people, they hear that, right? And they say, yes, that's true. But they don't actually believe that. What's for you is for you. I don't know why people think that they're competing with other people. You are never competing with other people in life or business. You're competing with you and the next best version of you. And what is for you will never pass you by. Now, let me jump in with something. You can miss what's for you by thinking you're not worthy of it and then acting on that limiting belief and then not accepting it when it shows up for you because you don't feel worthy. So you reject it. You self-sabotage it. You do, you can do all of that. Like you can destroy your opportunities, but that doesn't mean that they weren't for you. That meant that you didn't feel worthy enough to receive them. So you didn't allow yourself to receive them. There's a big damn difference. Here's my thing. When you get rejected from something, 
I want you to get into a headspace where you immediately rejoice at the rejection because you know something bigger is on its way. And the reason you got rejected from one opportunity is to create the space for something you can't even imagine right now. It's so amazing and marvelous. Rejection is actually protection, but it's more than that. It is the opening up of the space for something unlike anything you've ever had before. And you can't get to that view of rejection until you understand and believe that what is meant for you will not miss you. I really want you to get this. What's meant for you won't miss you. What's meant for you won't pass you by. What's meant for you, no one can take from you. And there are a lot of life experiences that will have us believing otherwise. There are lots of life experiences where we lose love, relationships, friendships, family relationships, children, money, homes, cars, uh, health, physical health, mental health, spiritual health. There will be lots of situations that we'll go through in life where we'll lose the things that mattered most to us. And we will look at that situation. And we'll go, see, it's not true that what's, what is for me is for me. Because if what is for me is for me, I wouldn't have lost my children. I wouldn't have lost my health. I wouldn't have lost my leg. I wouldn't have lost my sight. I wouldn't have lost that dream house that I built. I wouldn't have lost my vehicle. My family wouldn't have turned their back on me. Here's what I want to tell you. Because we've all had losses we never thought we would have. Whatever you lose, whatever, and this is hard to hear, so you just better brace yourself. But I'm going to tell you what's true. Whatever in your life you lose, number one, is not actually a loss. It's a gain. It won't feel that way for a long time, but eventually you will come to a place where you look back and go, that was actually a win. That was not a loss. It was a gain. It was not a loss. But whatever you lose, and this this comes, I wrote a book about Rumi called Rumi is My Life Coach. So now it's coming to my remembrance. Wrote a book. And in the book, uh, Rumi is My Life Coach, I, I said this quote because Rumi talked about this. He said, anything you lose comes around in another form. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you can't replace your children. No, Job, Job lost all his children in the Bible, then he had more children, but none of the, the more children didn't replace the children that died. Certainly not. Um, if you lose your leg, you can't, I mean, you can get a prosthetic leg, but it's still not your natural leg. Totally get what you're saying. But I want you to understand that energy can neither be created nor destroyed but it moves from one form to the other so anything you lose comes round in another form now you may not be happy with the new form that it takes you may want the old form and the old way and the old things but let me tell you a couple things anything you lose number one is not a loss it's a gain number two anything you lose comes round in another form what you give out comes back to you so if you expect to always lose and to never win, that's exactly what you're going to get. So you need to check your mindset at the door. Third thing I want to say, if you lose something or someone, and I'm talking specifically about they walked away, they didn't want to be with you. I'm talking clients, partners, relationships, the whole night, everything, just everything, life and business. Whatever left you was never yours to begin with. Sit with that. Sit with that. If this was a quote that I posted on Instagram, I'd say, read that again. Whatever leaves you 
was not yours to begin with. Otherwise, it wouldn't have left. You know, I used to love the quote that said something like, if you love something, let it go. And if it comes back, then it's yours. You know, at 41 and a half at this point, I call bullshit on that. I call total bullshit on that. If you love something, let it go. And then if it comes back, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's really simple. If something wants to walk away from me, if someone wants to walk away from me, I'm going to let them. You know why? Because the fact that they want to walk away tells me that they're not mine to begin with. That includes clients, businesses, products, courses. You, It applies to life and business equally. If, if someone wants to leave your life, they want to leave your business, they want to no longer be your client, do everything you can so that you can walk away knowing that you did everything you could. But at the end of the day, if you do everything you can and they still want to leave, they were already gone, darling. They were already gone. Let them go. And can I say something that's probably going to hurt at some point? Same thing applies for you. If you want to leave something and you're just hanging around because you want to see what happens next, or you want to leave some, you don't like this business you're in, but you're doing it because it's a business you've done for 10 years. You don't like, you know, the clients that you have. So you kind of sort of half-ass serve them, but you don't listen, you need to leave them too, because you're not theirs and you know it. That's why you're half-assing it. Because at the end of the day, here's what's true. Universal law. What's for you is for you. What's meant for you won't miss you. And if it's not meant for you, there's nothing you're going to do to make it for you. How about that too? Nothing. Nothing. I'm going to end with a quote by Mark Rose because I just love Mark Rose so much. Create the love on Instagram. Create the love. He says some deep, powerful stuff. And Mark Rose said, rejection becomes welcomed when we realize it's the universe's way of saving us from mediocrity. I'm going to read that a couple more times because I want you to let that, it's so deep that it needs to just like sink in a couple more times. Rejection becomes welcomed when we realize it's the universe's way of saving us from mediocrity. One more time now. Rejection becomes welcomed when we realize it's the universe's way of saving us from mediocrity. Are you tired of being basic? I just did an episode not too long ago about this is not the time to be basic. If you are done with being basic, if you're done with mediocrity, if you're done with getting less than you deserve, settling for less than you deserve, accepting things that are not worthy of you, if you're done with all of that, you need to start seeing missed opportunities as opportunities. So number one, you can allow opportunities that are not meant for you to miss you so you don't have to deal with basic. And two, you can reframe how you see the opportunities that you really thought you wanted at the time that fell through. And you can start to say, thank you, God, that I didn't get that. Because if I would have gotten that, I would not have gotten to this. And this is so much better than that. You know, that old song, I think it's Black Sheep. You can go with this. You can go with that. If you know hip hop, like 90s, 80s hip hop, you, you can go with this. You can go with that. That's the whole thing. You can go with this. You can go with that. But you don't know in this current moment if this is better than that or that is better than this. But here's what you do know. If you use, if you look at all opportunities with the same sacred detached regard, then when they miss you, you will trust the divine timing of your life. When they hit you, you will trust the divine timing of your life and you will make none of them mean anything more than the other. Because at the end of the day, the only person who is running this show is you. 
not the opportunities. And you happen to know that what is meant for you will never miss you. And what is not meant for you, you will never be able to keep. How about that? How about that? Done. Boom. Drop the mic. Done. All right, everybody. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Shop. Thank you.